This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Tuesday. My name's John. There's Brady. Brett. Big Dick Toledo. That's... Is the morning sickness. It's 5.45 on the dot. Happy Flag Day. There's a deep drive by Castellanos. <laughs> I said flag, Tom. Good clarification. It's Flag Day, everyone. If you haven't popped your flag on your house and you got one and you're going to do it, well, do it. I'm reminding you right now. It looks pretty. My neighborhood had a bunch of them up today. I'm like, oh, yeah, everybody remembered. That's pretty good. Great job. Happy Flag Day to all of you. And it's good to see that I think for the first time since 2012... The flags are all the way to the top of the pole, which is unbelievable. I'd, oh, I'd forgotten there the whole goes. pole There works. you go. Way to jinx it. Nah, you know, it's not going to be me. Trust me. Some lunatic will uh, ruin this. It'll be down half-staff again before you know it, so everybody feels normal. <laughs> this is, by the way... The first time this year. For kids born before 2008, this is where flags are supposed to be. All the way to the top, which has never happened in their lifetime. So look at that on Flag Day. Here we can celebrate... Glorious. With uh, old glory... Flying high all the way to the top of that pole, which I've I've forgotten how majestic that is. And all the flags on houses don't have to be pointed half, you know, almost all the way down. Maybe vertical. You don't want to put it all the way up. Can't be proud of the United States anymore. That's a bad thing. I had my, uh, my friend of mine tell me that. He goes, I don't like putting the flag up because uh, I get worried that somebody's going to get upset with me. You're okay. Um, it's crazy. Dropping the American flag down when it needs to be at half. Mm-hmm. Um, but what about, you know, like Cubs or, you know, people that have their team flags? Well, if one of the Cubs is shot, I bring it down to half staff. Yeah. But it's very Other rare. That, you can just keep <laughs> yeah. it up floating very, on Very, very rare that the Cubs are involved in any sort of shootings. But sometimes, and it's sports, you never know. Well, it happens with the White Sox. The White but, Sox, know, but I mean, there's shootings all around the south there. Side, so. Right. Do they even have a full staff in, uh, at the 
pointing down Arrow Stadium? I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't even think they bother even even lowering the flag anymore. It's just like, well, that's a Monday. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Well, no it's, deal. We had a weekend in yeah. Chicago, so they they just lay the flag on the ground there now. It's like let's let's not even mess around with half. But uh, yeah, Flag Day. It's a very important. You love that flag. I like it. I think it's a good thing. But it is. Uh, yeah, people will say that's all. It's embarrassing or whatever. And they give people grief about doing stuff with other uh, flags, like you like Cubs and Steelers stuff, and everybody like that's just this one's a good one. We should we should be more proud of it. So, Flag Day doesn't get a good rap. You know what I was thinking? There's all these dates in June. We got to switch uh, Pride Month with uh, Black History Month. Like this one makes more sense, right? Because you got Juneteenth coming up here in a little bit, the nineteenth. Nineteenth. So that makes sense to make that part of Black History Month. And then you got uh, you know all that love and stuff up there in Pride Month with Valentine's Day. It would be a good switcheroo. I was yeah, joking around with a, a friend of mine last night who is a, a person of color. And he said, we can't have that, though. And I'm like, why not? Doesn't it seem like a better thing? He goes, yeah, I like the Juneteenth idea, but Father's Day. And I'm like, you're the dick who said it, not me. But I am going to repeat that. <laughs> that was just awful. But I laughed, and I'm like, oh, my, maybe he's right. But then I gave. There's another deep drive by Castellanos. Tom! Uh, but Flag Day's a good one. So pop your flag up there this morning and do it with pride. There is nothing wrong with the place you live. <laughs> Little things here and there, but nothing enough to make you so you, you're embarrassed of the flag. That was bo- that's bothersome when uh, the neighbor told me that. I don't like flying the flag. I think it makes people mad. That bothers huh. me. That, that just got under my skin yeah, a little bit. It bugs me. It's like, yeah. how in the world is that a thing? It's like, and, there, he's, and there's... An argument to be made that some people are upset about. The, oh, you find that you're a Republican, this and it's like you're not. It's not anything more than you're American. But- and and in the neighborhood too, if you're in an area, maybe that you figure that it's a little more, I guess, liberal in the fact that that's what. It, but that's the yeah. problem, is that it isn't liberal or conservative. The flag is representative of neither, and or yet just both. the hatred for the country. Right, waving the flag became uh, somehow or another, and I don't like you for it. Uh, was commandeered by the right. I don't like that the Republicans took it and made it a uh, their thing right. against the other side. That's that's the first divisive thing. Is that once and they tried it the other way. You know, one side will say, "Oh, you're not wearing your flag. I don't want to." Uh, it's bad. Not standing for it and doing all that stuff. So it didn't help when the whole kneeling down for the national anthem no, and the divided person. everybody. Yep. Yeah, instead of just saying, "Hey, it's pretty great here," which I don't think there's a problem with that. I think it's awesome. People will say I'm being political. I'll get emails. Are you being so political? Way to go, Am I a libtard or am I too conservative? Because this I'm, one's more of a like I, I just like I like it here. I like it here. I don't care what side uh, politically. I don't think it even represents that. I just like it here. I like it. So I, I, I liked it here. Uh, Flagstaff is about to burn down, so I'm not real sure I'm, I'm you know liking it as much as I used to. And the story behind why Flagstaff is burning down is. Uh, Wow, it's nothing to be proud of. I didn't realize a fire could start that way, but it's a homeless guy burning his shit, essentially. They keep saying he, he, the news will be delicate about it. And they kept saying yesterday on uh, AZ Family, Channel 3, yeah, to Gibson's like, a homeless man was has admitted to lighting his toilet paper under a rock. But in the, in the news story, in the writing, it's he's a 57-year-old homeless guy named Matthew Reiser, uh, said he didn't see any signs that said no forest fires. Uh, but he was taking his uh, what he calls paper, according to him, and uh, he would try to uh, 
light it up after he'd take dumps and stuff. After wipies. And then he tried to put it out with a sleeping bag. Then that caught on fire. And then that got, he was like 80 yards from where he was asleep. And uh, he said it was, uh, and then he showed all the, the like forest rangers, here's where I was pooping. And here's where I lit the toilet paper up. And I didn't see no signs, but my paper caught fire. I'm like, I've been camping a lot. I think I've ever lit it on fire, even as a joke. Yeah, usually yeah. you bury it. Yeah, you, if you, you dig a hole, if or you have a a porta potty yeah, bucket you're a or a decent bag human it. being, you uh, you can clinch it up for a couple of days up there in the woods, so you don't have to dump out there with everybody. You're only there for a day and a half or two. When and the if, when the news report first came out, it was they didn't have his name yet. They just yeah. had a guy in a white pickup truck from uh, Louisiana, and yeah. I'm like. Flip Orley is yeah. up in Flagstaff. <laughs> I swear to God, I was like, the first thing flip? you thought. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, my God. Didn't I didn't even about, think of that. Yeah. yeah. Flip Tulin back there. Uh, well-armed man in Flagstaff <laughs> and Louisiana plates. Oh, my God. But Flip, is even uh, even if Flip did, I don't think Flip would burn his feces. That's somebody on the run. No. That's yeah. covering your tracks. I don't, you know, burning your crap is weird to me. I Taking a dump in the woods is strange. I had that one story that I, the, the one and only time I had to take a dump in the woods, I ate we were like 16, and I had eaten something horrible the night before camp cooking. And two 16-year-olds cooking with fire and not realizing, hey, this chicken's pretty done. It's dark. I can't tell. Well, the next day I had to go real bad, and I wandered off into the woods of Payson. And it was August, so it was like 90. And that's when I realized you can't just squat in the woods with your pants on. you got to go full pants off. You, you can't. Yeah, because you'll, 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 you'll put, shelf it on yeah, your pants. You'll put it right into the pants. Yeah. And you lean it on a tree even and kicking your feet out, there's a good chance you'll drop it back. So there I am squatting in the woods with no pants on, and something comes up behind me. I'm like, oh, no. And I didn't even want to turn around and look closer. I'm like, oh, this is bad. And then I just hear this moo, and it's like where you are. It's like five feet behind me. This cow walked right Full up behind heifer. me. Because it was in some, I don't know, the cows were loose in this thing. It was their land. And I lost it, and with a whole tail hanging out of me, I just got up and started running because I didn't have any pants on. I mean, didn't have to pull anything up. Running through the woods, screaming. Could have been one of Payson's finest broads up there. Yeah, well, I mean, it was. It, a look, I a later I made last out. Last call. I made out with it and I banged it because uh, it's better than a Payson girl. But still, and then I'm like, and I left that poop behind. And what you don't know also is that when you there is a lot of toilet paper to be used with a camp crap. For some reason, that's not a quick wipe. That is a filthy, long-term, full-roll kind of thing. And then you try to, like, put leaves and stuff over the top of it. It's just There's no doing it. I think that cow wanted what I was passing through because it's pretty fresh. I don't think there was a lot of digestion going on. So I don't know if cows wanted some slop or something, but he was coming over for a delightful treat. He smelled some, some delicious yesterday food. That came out. But, yeah, I didn't think about burning it. It burned the whole forest down. That's their first thought is don't start a fire out here. It would burn it all down. And then you'd be embarrassed. Like, doesn't anybody have shame where they think, oh, I'm going to light my poop on fire? What's the worst that can happen? Doesn't run through their mind once. Well, I, I burned the entire forest Especially down. Especially at this time of the – with the any time. The weather. The- Unless it's pouring rain while you're pooping in the woods. And th- then you're not lighting your poop on fire. You're going to run away from your, your wet poop. But yeah, it says it right there. The guy was showing everybody where it poops, and some lady was on there going, "How come they just don't monitor this better? Why weren't there any forest rangers out there to make sure no one was lighting fires? Have you seen the forest, you idiot? Like a guy's got a 
traverse the entire thing every night looking for fires. I'll have to put that up there on the signs now. Yeah. And don't light your poop. Don't light. Yeah, that's a rule generally. Don't light your <laughs> on fire, kids. <laughs> Teach your kids today in the car. Look at them in the back seat and go, were you even thinking that's a good idea? Or right in the back of the head. Never, ever, ever light your on fire. Idiots. I've been on a camp out and the guy did a night crap and uh, the dumb move. He's like, you wake up the next morning like, you didn't do it far enough away. Yeah, you can smell it. You got to go a good mile from the camp. You can't just go dump it. My friend's dad used to have, he took a a milk crate and put a toilet seat on it and cut the middle out. And I'm like, it was just a toilet seat on a box. And because it looked toilet-like, they put it real close. And I'm like, guys, that's not sewage. That's just a box we're going to sit on to dump down onto the ground. Here we dug a hole. I'm like, yeah, but it's still sitting right there. It doesn't add up or make any sense whatsoever for us to think that we've got. There's no need. Ski mask just pulled up. There's no need. I thought you were digging for the. She's it. early. She's early, though. Get paid! When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. She's going to make it on time today. That's one. Wow. This one week. in, what, three months? No, she's had a couple two weeks ago. When she wasn't here that week after that. So. Maybe the line at Starbucks is way too long this morning. Yeah, maybe she skipped it and got here on time. <laughs> Damn it. The ski mask is on time today. Well, you know, she wasn't out there uh, burning her all up. All she's still dicking around the car. So No, she got out. Oh, did she? Oh, yeah, okay. she moved out. She, oh. She's on her way in. <laughs> Woo. That's this is impressive. I, I the flags at full staff ski masks here before six. I don't understand what's going on. In we this stopped world the whole anymore. show for <laughs> it. <laughs> we had to. Anyway, don't light your on fire, folks. That's just the rules. And poor flag staff now is going to have three massive fires. And yeah, I just don't think uh, that's ever crossed my mind. All the time, if I'm camping, all the time I'm thinking, is this fire? going to burn the entire i don't want to and be straight responsible up on it, you're gonna, I, I think you'd have to have uh gas or some kind of accelerant to keep it what the uh, on fire yeah well it's if you got all that toilet paper and pine needles you'll be fine and that's what he was yeah, lighting so. well didn't you hear brady was lighting his paper. right yeah his words not mine his uh crap tickets he was lighting those up like crazy and all the flagstaffs on fire which is awful to see like it's just terrible and then i feel bad about the well they arrested him Right? So you're going to go to jail for that. Because he's not going to be able to pay for Well, that. no, but what do you get charged with? I mean, illegal fire, forest fire, and then what? Like, is out of hand? Is it like if all the buildings that he uh, – is he arson. responsible for that? It's arson, I guess. Yeah, I, but I mean – It yeah, all adds He's up. homeless. What yeah, that's what I mean. He's, he just got a house out of it. His $4,000 truck? I mean – Yeah, he gets to go inside. That's I mean, he, he gets a place to stay now. Gets free S paper. I mean, if there's any place better than Flagstaff to be homeless in summer, I don't know what it is. That would be amazing. He's got a sleeping bag, his truck. Oh, he had weed in the truck, too. He's like, can afford that. He can still run around doing that. But, uh, yeah, it's weird. So I hate to see that, but uh, don't light your crap on fire. That's it. And I'm more curious, to, and I have to say, I have to remind myself that now 
because I'm like, I wonder what that would do. I wonder what kind of colors would come out of that. But no, don't do it. It's too tempting. But they want signs, more signs. That's what the latest. We need more signs to say no campfires. He wasn't doing campfires. He was lighting his on fire. That's not a campfire. That's a that's a lunatic. We're not going to stop that. And unfortunately, it's it's happening. Three fires are about to they're going to merge up. I feel bad for the firefighters that have to do that to go out there. And then you got to find the one guy. They always find him. I got to like OJ. The killer's a, a Nicole still on the loose, but I don't think there's a forest fire that hasn't ever gone. They solve they them all. Tra- track they, it down. They get them all every time within a couple of days. Like this guy did it. We got this guy. He's on a tape driving away, and they catch those fire people every time. The initial burn. They go back like to where they can remember the dude out where it started. The dude that started the fake fire to be a hero. Yeah, they caught him like this. this like you did this. I'm like what? It, yeah, we we understand exactly what happened here. This doesn't have you did this. They busted him immediately. That story seemed legit, too, because that guy went back in to try to put it out. Left his tracks all over the place, and those uh, fire investigators come up, and they're like, nope, gotcha. They get everybody. And then they say it's man. When they say it's man-caused, you're, you're going to jail, dude who did it. They catch all of them. So good, good on them, too, because that's big. But don't, don't light fires right now. I think they need to put his ass out there to help put it out, too. Don't put oh, him in absolutely. jail. Get out there. Yeah, I don't know. Is it training? You might yeah. just get in the way. Here's a bandana. You don't get a oxygen yeah. mask. Here's a bandana. Give go him a spray bottle and, a, and right. a goggles and go nuts. Yeah. You have to die in this fire, right. I guess. Brett's, Brett's Italian justice is just awesome. Here you Brett, go. Nice. Brett would drop him with a batch of water. Yeah. Fly yeah, over. Put him in that slurry thing. Yeah, there you go. There you go. It's what you, it's, go live in your creation, jackass. <laughs> but it's poop, and poop is going to burn Flagstaff down. Speaking of poop, San Francisco last night, poop in the middle of the street, probably burned that up, uh, the, the Golden State Warriors and Boston Celtics game. I noticed something uh, It's a little bit uh, subversive. It's what ABC is doing. And I think it's a veiled shot at um, San Francisco itself. So you know how when they go to commercial or they come back, it's usually a song tied to, like they'll play the gin blossoms here. Like, you know, sometimes they'll do yeah, that. Yeah, so kind they'll of play thing. your local band. Or a song or that's regional. like, oh, you know, an Arizona song or something like that. They'll play something as a rejoiner from commercial to the thing. They do it for football all the time. They have to hit uh, Tony Bennett one time during the night. Most of the time in San Francisco, they'll do exactly yeah. that. Like, I left my heart in San Francisco. Or journey. Metallica, or yeah. Journey. Last night, uh, when they were coming back from commercial, twice they played Even Flow by Pearl Jam. No connection to San Francisco. And Evenflow is all about homeless people. Aha. And I started to wonder, is this a little veiled shot to say this place is just coded in the homeless? And that's Because they don't make mistakes like that. On but Those broadcasts are like really, there's a reason for everything. They don't just go, ah, play. It's not like the local news that goes, what are we playing? They have Toby Keith or something like that playing for no reason. They just, they, they always have a thing that's a tribute back to whatever city they're in right. or the, the actual game they're playing or uh-uh like basketball jones would have been more appropriate it's just been, but even flow and i'm like huh that's about a homeless guy that's on san francisco's time they didn't play that in boston it's not like the theme to the nba finals this year it's a 30 year old song about homelessness and i'm like they just did that and kicked san francisco in the nuts and twitter's going to erupt so far nothing nobody picked it up and they did it two times 
Like, why would even flow even beyond this broadcast? That's not a San Francisco band. You can't escape it when the Seahawks play your team. You're going to hear grunge everything, every song. They're in Seattle on Sunday night football. It's just grunge this, grunge that. It's brutal. But even flow to basically say, Interesting. this city f- sucks, because it does. <laughs> and I wish that guy that lit the poop would have done that in San Francisco. Or Tucson or something. Oh, God. I left my sh- in San Francisco. Lit it on fire. There goes the Transamerica building. Yeah, burn that thing down. Don't burn up Flagstaff. But yeah, I saw that last night. And I'm like, it was a good game, and it just kind of caught my ear. I'm like, they're making fun of San Francisco, which I'm all for, because I think it's a cesspool. I think it's, if they could, that's the, that's the Tucson of America's major cities. San Francisco, it's beautiful from a distance. It's like a siren in the water. It's gorgeous. Get in it. Blech. Disgusting. Do the Alcatraz swim every year? I'd rather live in Alcatraz than San Francisco. <laughs> at least it's clean. At least they got plumbing. At least they, there's, a, there's some organization at Alcatraz that makes sense there. Uh, and then the other thing that was uh, last night that I was like another head shaker, uh, the song you were playing yesterday by Lizzo. Oh yeah! You see, she's got to change. She's got to change a word. Oh yeah! So she's the song is "Girls." It's sampled off of the Beastie Boys song so "Girls." Oh, you got the clean one, right? Yeah. Let me give me a second. So she is making a change to the song because uh, fans, evidently, in an uproar over a word she used. In the, and she calls everybody bitch. Oh yeah, the whole time, right? That's not bad. Like, bitch, where's my bag? Hold my bag, bitch. In fact, the first word in the song is bitch. Yeah. <laughs> she just says it for no reason. Uh, and then she's got to change one of the lyrics because uh, the, 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 the audience just wouldn't take it anymore. Lizzo dropped her new single uh, Friday. Here it is. Um, bitch. That's where it normally yeah. would go. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hold my bag. Hey, bitch. Hold my bag. Bitch. Do you see that? Beep. I'm a so they beep it out on that, right there. So it says, uh, play, that, play that part again. Because it's the lyrics are, do you see this S? I'm a spaz. About to knock somebody out. Well, out of all that, out of all the language in that, somebody's like, spaz? Uh, unacceptable, Lizzo. Oh, Jesus. And then somebody put it up on the page. Spaz? Really? We've come this far? Lizzo, in her glory, doesn't want to offend... Um, Spazzes? You bitch, you hoe. Get rid of that spaz. <laughs> right, exactly. She offends me every time I video Okay, on. bitch, did you just say spaz? We don't use that type of language. How? It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> what are we mad at? We're mad at spaz. And she says, as an influential artist, I'm dedicated to being part of the change I've been waiting to see in the world. Bitch. <laughs> so spaz is off limits. It's been brought to my attention that there was a harmful word in my song, girls. Uh, Let me make one thing clear. I never want to promote derogatory language. Then she says, as a fat black woman in America, because she doesn't like derogatory language, I've had many hurtful words used against me, so I overstand the power words can have. She don't use understand. That's weak. Understands. We overstand. I just make stuff up. Whether intentionally or in my case, unintentionally. I'm proud to say there's a new version of girls with lyric change. This is a result of me listening and taking action. As an influential artist, I'm dedicated to being part of the change. XOXO, Lizzo, bitch! 
Can't say spaz. People lost their minds. She went back and re-recorded and just bleeped it out. Offending people. It's, I'm offended every time I see her. I thought spaz <laughs> was British for like a slur. I didn't think Americans use spaz as a slur at all. It's In a, school, we had Chaz the Spaz. Chaz the Spaz. We had Spaz all Oh, you're acting like a Spaz. Like, Spastic wasn't yeah. retarded. No. Spastic was just a guy Still. who wasn't very coordinated. Yeah. It was It was a dude who's like, oh, Garth's playing third base. What's Coach thinking? He's a Spaz. Lose but, physical or emotional control is the definition. You're a Spaz. spaz. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly it. it. It has nothing to do with your mental state yeah. of being. But I know in Europe, they use it as uh, uh, a, a, a substitute for the R word. Yeah, the the slang word is a stupid or incompetent person. Yeah, According, yeah. They, those are out there too, and it doesn't yeah. make them mentally, uh, you know, protected. There are dumb people. We need to call names sometimes. Spaz. <laughs> you know who's a spaz? The first person that tweeted out, "I can't listen to the song Girls, bitch," because the word spaz makes this hoe upset. So no more for me. Spaz, bitch, how? Acting like a spaz. That's like something like if you're, you know when you're the most spazzy is when there's a bee near you. That's like the definition of spaz because you, you just freak out and your hands start doing stuff that aren't normal and spaz. You've played people. So then is wigging out going to be, uh, I don't you know, know what, what words, how people? deep is it going to go now? <laughs> yeah, is that against me? <laughs> you, you making fun of me because of wigs? I, huh? I fall in that. That's right. I don't know how you can do this to your own people, Brady. Wigging out. Jeez. Spaz. Too harmful to be called a spaz. I don't even think people who are spazzes know it's harmful. But that's the world we live in now. And she's like getting patted on the on the giant back because people are saying, wow, what a great lady. She recognized it. She wrote it. She She wrote the word spaz not thinking a thing and then somebody told her, by the way, that offended my spaz child. <laughs> You're just basically saying you got a spaz kid. I, for one, will never stop using spaz. It's one of my favorites. It's not even a real word. It's half of a word. Spastic. Brett's buddy growing up, Dominic Spazzini. Oh. I mean, they call him <laughs> what spaz. else do you call him in the hood, in the neighborhood? Yeah. Oh, he comes Dominic Spazzini. We can't call him the thing because, you know, it's a little touchy. <laughs> Hi, Spazzini. You could call me spaz. No, I can't. People will write letters. Who who's out there doing that? And evidently there were thousands of them. Like tons of people saying they're mad at Jennifer Aniston because yeah, she, the thing she said she's she, basically calling out all the uh, talent through social there's, media. There's no gatekeeper on talent anymore. You can get famous for nothing faster today than ever before. She's 100 percent correct. And people are like, oh, nice. I guess since your parents nepotism, your parents were actors and got you in the business. Yeah, she has two daughters. Yeah, she didn't earn it. It's like Jennifer Aniston didn't earn it. She wasn't in Leprechaun, like earning her stripes. But they're like, no, your parents were actors, so you had money and you were from a rich family. So, of course, you got famous. And all these people are like, she's not wrong. Like, TikTok is an easy way to get famous. That's all she was saying. And she was like, it's kind of stinky because you have to sift through so much more garbage to get. But fame is, like, easier than it's ever been. Oh, really? Rich bitch? I'm like, man, they're mean to everyone who says something you don't like. Just cannibalize and Jennifer people Aniston. People are so angry that the industry is more diverse, more inclusive yeah. of people from all backgrounds who had nothing but a phone or a prop to showcase their right. dream when their communities were probably underfunded and overlooked. Right. And who, you're talking to Jennifer Aniston, by the way. Let's she, keep them making them mad. She's on your side. 
person complaining. The person who says underfunded, marginalized groups never had a chance and now they might. Jennifer Aniston is like on that side. She's pure Hollywood. Like more than likely, I'm guessing, super liberal person who just kind of said TikTok, eh. It's real easy to get famous nowadays with that because there's nobody really. Oh, that piss you off, rich bitch! I'm like Jesus, eat your own. Not lying. Again, though, I feel like if you've ever complained on Twitter, you are a spaz. I saw an interview with Tom Hanks, and he talked about how he hasn't been active on any of those social media things for about three years. And he said the reason why was because, <laughs> because he realized that it wasn't doing him no good. He gets enough attention as it is. And I feel like maybe he said what I've always felt about social media. I'm like, I got this thing. Eh, I get enough from this. I don't need to like spark every idea I've got out there on some platform and then get in trouble for it. And he said, I realized that one day when I put a tweet out about – like it was a nice day. It was just an innocuous nothing tweet. And some guy goes, F*** you, Hanks, you Obama-loving leftist cuck. <laughs> and he's like, and that's when I knew this is kind of a futile exercise for me. I shouldn't, I shouldn't want to talk to them this much. And he's dead right. I don't know why, why you do an interview about TikTok. It's a trap. Spaz. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I say we start a campaign to start bringing spaz back. I haven't heard it for years uh, until Lizzo brought it up. Like, spaz used to be, oh, my God, that guy's such a spaz. It used to be kind of a fun thing. Yeah, it was an 80s thing. Can we watch Revenge of the Nerds? Wasn't there a spaz in that? What was the movie with spaz? Oh, no, that was Meatballs. Meatballs. Meatballs had spaz. And he was kind of a dopey, awkward, gangly non-athletic person who you'd never want on your team. That was the point of like lining everybody. Do they still do that? I wonder in school at recess where they line everyone up, pick two captains and then you pick. Yeah, they do. They'll do teams. Isn't that like letting a kid know he's the worst one? They still um, make note of who was the yeah, second to the last and last pick. Yeah, the last one picked. Yeah. You're a spaz. Sorry. I hate to break it to you. If you're the last one picked... <laughs> And sometimes it was like for actually sometimes you'd r- rather have a spaz going in there sometimes uh, rather than doing liked, nothing. I hated playing with spazes. If they're active and they know the game, that's just yeah. that's uncoordinated. A spaz is like I coached a kids basketball one year because uh, my friend's uh, dad. I did it for his my best friend's nephew, and we had a spaz on our team named Daniel, and I called Daniel the praying mantis, not to his face, but I'm like he would face the wrong way all the time. Like, he would always face the direction of the guy he's supposed to be guarding. The guy would walk right by him. Like, Daniel, stay between that guy and the basket. And then I had to speak spaz. And I get it. I'm like, look, at all times, you need to be between him and the basket. At all times. Boy, did that register with him. And the little praying mantis would run around with his hands all tucked in. And he was, a, he was glue. Now, the glove. He, he never, ever did anything when the kid had the ball except stay between him and the basket. But that was lesson one. But I realized, oh, that kid's complete a complete spaz. I have to fix that in one way or another, at least get him on the right track. Stay between him and the basket. And also, nobody passed the ball to Daniel. Those were the two rules that we had 
when Daniel's in the game. Never pass it to Daniel. There's a good chance he'll just hand it to the guy on the other team. I can't teach him everything. I'm here once a week. Don't pass it to him. Daniel, you stay between him and the basket. And Spaz started to do some stuff that was like, and you know what was great? This is the best thing about Spaz's. I'm going to use it a lot today. They always have a moment. Every season, Spaz has a moment. Garth in my little league. Uh, we were winning uh, like six to four. Bases were loaded. Uh, I had to come out of the game. Another guy had to come out of the game because we'd played our, I pitched my allotted amount and I sat the last inning. And I think my, I can't remember who the other, some kid named Glenn. And we were out of the game and losing our minds because we wanted to be in there. And so, they, and they had to make room for the other kids. And it was the last game of the year. High, it was almost like the coach drew it up by Disney. High pop fly right at Garth with the bases loaded. We're going to lose. It's 6-4. We're up to, this is going to turn into a catastrophe. First off, when he doesn't catch it, two runs are in. The third one's going to be when he tries to pick the ball up, drops it four or five times, and then lupuses it back in about eight feet, and then the shortstop has to run out and go get it. He caught it. And the place went crazy. Like bad news bears. It was exactly like that. Little league insane. He lupus, yeah. He stuck his glove out and caught it. All the parents cheered loudly. All the kids cheered loudly. The other team couldn't believe what they'd just seen. And you know what that says? Everyone knew Garth was a spaz. Everyone knew it. No one expected anything from Garth. It probably registers, if he hasn't killed himself by now because he was going nowhere, it probably registers as the greatest day of his life. That was He got carried off of a little league field, and it's because he was so terrible. He was the worst one in the league by I can't tell you how far. He wasn't even close. But all that hard work finally no paid off. No hard work at all, Brady. <laughs> the kid never put in an effort. He showed up because I think his dad wanted him to do it. He, he, the glove was often on the ground. We, we actually caught him one time sitting down because, you know, I, I, I'd turn around. I'd see shortstop. I was always a shortstop. I'd turn and I'd give the two outs and I'd look and I'm like, Garth, get up. He's just sitting down. I'm like, what is he doing? If the ball didn't go to him, he'd have a seat. <laughs> Plucking a dandelion. <laughs> he never pulled flowers, which was the one thing you'd think he was going to start doing. It's Arizona. We don't have dandelions. A lot oh, of yeah, stickers, you know. If it was back east, forget it. That kid would have been lost in dandelions. And those little flowers you're pulling, all the yeah, the, the seeds, the coming seeds, out. the puffy allergy things. But it was Garth's greatest day, and I bet you to this to this very moment, if Garth's listening, he's like, I remember being on that jackass's team, and I caught that ball, and we won that game. It was Garth's best day. It was great. I was happy for him. You wanted to yeah, cry. That's awesome. That's- yeah, but he was. But it was awesome because he, the reason it was awesome was because his life was horrible. He was a miserable spaz. And that was his one highlight in life. That's it. He peaked in Little League. That's pathetic. I was just on the tail end of uh, the you don't have to play everybody. So mm. you, your guy's uh, riding the bench the whole time. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't do I that. I mean, like, parents yeah, we were like, man, yeah, you're no good. Just uh, Yeah, we uh, got to put everybody in. Everybody yeah. played. Yeah, everybody got in. And Garth had to have his Let's had to have blow his out. Oh. Get him in. He had to get his three innings in and that. He had to play half the game. Ooh. It was tough. We had to shuffle Garth around based on who's up. Oh, God, Brian Watts up. He's Shift. left-handed. All right, move. Garth, you're playing right again. What's right? Uh, for Christ's sake. Somebody show him right. Where that flower is. Lay down over there. Lay down in that sticker patch. Okay. God, don't hit it to Garth. And you'd hear the other team going, hit it to Garth. Nope, everybody knew. <laughs>
Garth got put in at third base once because our coach went insane. We were making a lot of errors. Fine. You guys don't want to play. We'll put Garth in. He was a punishment to the rest of the team. Are you serious? Absolutely. <laughs> our big fat coach. You guys don't want to play? Fine. Garth, third base. I'm like, oh, come on, coach. That's ridiculous. And Garth's like, it is ridiculous. I don't want to do this either. Garth played third. Every team had one or two, except for the uh, top two teams where the dads got to do the draft and yeah. stack the team. Yep. Yeah. Atkins and Burkhart were the uh, the two dads that took that. And that Webb always played Falcon Plumbing in the championship. Fact. Then I was on a team that nobody wanted to coach. It was fun, though. But Garth, you're the spaz. And spaz needs to be a real thing. And if I'm offending you, because you know you're a spaz. Clean it up. You know, take a piano lesson or do something to make it so your fingers get a little, uh, you know, coordination, and then you won't be as big a spaz. What do you think he's doing right now? Garth? Yeah. Uh, if they found the body. <laughs> his or the one buried? His. Well, there's that, too. If they found the bodies, he's. I think he's lighting his uh, <laughs> on fire in Flagstaff. <laughs> he's sitting down right now. Yeah, he's probably sitting down in a forest next to a flaming pile of <laughs> that he started, and uh, that would be my guess. I don't think much. I don't think Garth went anywhere. He wasn't home. You're right. If uh, the neighborhood cats started to disappear, I'm sure Garth was uh, looked into. And then uh, if they haven't, if they found his body, it was dangling from something. Uh, more than likely, a <laughs> makeshift, you know, a tie from a job interview that he didn't get was probably the only thing supporting him from falling all the way to the ground. Garth's dead. There's no way that kid's still alive. He was on the wrong track. Find out he's one of those monster pharma bros yeah. just making money uh-uh. on. No. There, do you realize the gap that he would have to cover from when I knew him in sixth grade to pharma Leaps bro? I mean, I, it, you, there aren't enough years in a lifetime to figure out how to get him to pharma bro from where he was. He's, no, my guess is Garth was dangling from a shower rod. By a tie that from a job he didn't get it probably like Red Robin or something, and uh, and he still and he had his ball glove on with that ball in it that the one ball he caught passed up for manager. Yeah, you can't you can't no Garth he didn't make it. You don't think he founded like Google or uh, Pornhub no. or something? No, nope. He would have had to have some sort of conscious ability to recognize things directly around him to have any impact on the planet. He caught a ball, and then God said, We're done with you, Garth. <laughs> that is the height of your existence. That was it. He caught the ball. This is his then, only dream. And then God did that Dick Clark thing where he just signing off, and they never paid attention to Garth again, and Garth ended up dangling from a rod. But that was a great moment for him, and I was there for it. Because he, he was, I mean, he was a spaz times 10. So Lizzo, I protect Lizzo's right to say spaz, even though she's being way too sensitive to it. Spaz is not a bad thing, and I won't let it become one. It is if you have a child who's a spaz. Well, that's your fault. <laughs> I'm not calling anybody with a mental disorder a spaz. I'm calling somebody, like Larry's a spaz, like when it comes to sports. I wouldn't want Larry on my team in sports, would you? <laughs> Total <laughs> spaz. I can't imagine Larry with a baseball glove. trying Fumbling, to stumbling. Oh, b- banging stuff. on. All right, spaz, you, you go stand out where Gar stands. I can catch that, that touchdown, no problem. <laughs> right? Are we playing field. What are we doing today? Like a hockey ball, guys? What are we doing? Is oh, God, goal? Larry's here. I brought my foot glove. No. Oh. Yeah, Larry would just smoke weed up in the thing. 
with Garth. That's probably what Garth's doing. Garth has definitely found the weed. Eighth grade, Garth hit the weed. I'd probably calm down a little bit, but God, if Garth, if you're listening, buddy. Garth's looking down on us. I'm not listening to that about <laughs> If he's listening, it's because there is a heaven and he's paying attention. I'm on the road, man. I've been running the tilt-a-whirl for years. Yeah. <laughs> you know how you're bad at stuff is when everybody's like, can you believe he did that? That's when you know you're really crappy at something. Or everybody's expectations of you are zero. Like Ski Mask coming in early. Like, we're all shocked. Oh, yeah. Because she doesn't. Anyway, 622. Let's get a wake-up song for all the spazzes out there. We've all been a spaz. Everybody's a spaz at something. Yeah, you've uh, called yourself a, your own self a spaz. I'm a spaz. What are you doing? you a spaz. Like soccer, when we decided to start playing soccer at recess, I was uh, I, I was athletic enough to, to fit it. I didn't like soccer. I was terrible at it. I was very off on soccer. So I was the last one picked, and I realized i got to pick it up here. I'm a, I'm a soccer spaz. Like nobody wants me on their team. That makes it because I didn't like the game. I didn't try very hard. I like to run around, but I like the game stupid to me. I like to pick it up and start running. Tennis, complete spaz. I'm coordinated. I'm athletic enough to get it. I'm a spaz. I, I, I like crush it. And I, then I turn into an idiot and try to just hit home runs. That's more fun to me than stand there with that tennis racket like a bat and just try to plaster every shot just over the fence. I don't care about scoring. Although racquetball, I can play racket sports. Yeah. I just have no interest in it. So then I'm a spaz. I'm a tennis spaz. I'm very f- – and right now, with this hip situation, you wouldn't pick me first on any of your teams. Well, I'll take the uh, bald, squidward-looking guy who runs like a baby chasing a balloon. That's me. Take your glove and sit out there yeah. in center field. Yeah. Well, right now, if I'm on your softball team, I'm catching because there ain't a whole lot of throwing and running going on with me right now. I'm working on it. And I am getting better, but the running makes me laugh because I still think I can run like I could before all the surgery, and I'm not there yet. I run like gravity just doubled on me. (laughs) (laughs) Big feet smashing into the ground. It's not good. Like an addict. Just like Huey, just the giant baby. Uh, It's uh, 585-9800. That's the number we need this morning. Uh, Give us a wake-up song, and we'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.